This is Abscond with Ethan Renault, episode 18. It's hard to believe I'm already at 18 episodes. I feel like this will be a smaller episode. Uh, it's a response to an email I received today from a reader named Elia. Elia. A L E A. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Anyways, she says, and I quote, Hello, Ethan. My name is Aaliyah, I think. I came across your blog about a year ago, and ever since have been grateful to encounter your thoughts. You write in a spirit of grace and with an evident care for truth, and that's refreshing to see. Thank you, Aaliyah. End of email. I just wanted you guys to... Just kidding. She continues... I've been thinking about some of my own writing projects lately and wondering what ways to get them into the world. So I thought I'd ask about your experience keeping a blog. What made you decide to start? What have you liked about it? What have you not liked? Thanks for taking the time to read this. I hope to hear from you soon. In him, Aaliyah. Well, first off, thank you for writing, Aaliyah. I know that I don't respond to every single email I get, and even fewer of them become inspirations for podcasts or blog posts or YouTube videos. I really try to reply to as many as I can, and I'm really, really grateful for everyone who does take the time to write in, because it means a lot that someone will take the time out of their day to write to a complete stranger. But Aaliyah was asking about her own creative projects, her own writing projects, and the thing is, the reason this email kind of pushed me over to the edge to speak to it is because I get maybe one email a week that's specifically saying, how do I go about starting a blog? Should I? How do you be so consistent? How do you do this? You know, questions about the creative process itself, or at least for my experience of it. And I love those, and I'm honored, actually, that people would consider me a source of um, consistency and creativity to the point that they would ask for my advice. That's so cool. So I just wanted to share a few thoughts, I guess, on my creative process, on my um, schedule, my habits and do's and don'ts. Um, so I guess a first question is, should you start a blog? Should I start a blog? I think the simple answer is yes. If you feel like writing is something that you want to do, um, then yes, you absolutely have nothing to lose by starting a blog. First off, I would, I guess if I were just like, like if this were my daughter, if Aaliyah was my daughter, okay, that's weird. Um, if my daughter said, should I start a blog post, a blog, I'd say, yes, honey, absolutely you should. But here's the thing. Don't spend money on your blog until you're sure it's something that you really, really, really want to do and invest in. Cause you know, it's free to get like a like a ethanreno.wordpress.com website blog, like those are free. Um, I would do something like that and start out that way because, like I said, if you're not sure, if you're just starting something out, you know, you might be really jazzed about the idea right now, but two months from now, are you still going to be posting once a week or twice a week or whatever? You know, um, if it's not something you really, really are passionate about, I would say start with the free one and then. A couple months from now, if you're still really jazzed about it, you're still publishing consistently, then yeah, maybe bump up to a 
yourname.com or whatever you want your website to be.com. Um, pay a yearly fee for that or a monthly fee, depending on how fancy you want your site to look. And then move up from there. A couple of other things about that. People think that just because they start writing something, that tons and tons of people are instantly going to want to read it and they're going to have so many followers um, just because they put up a few blog posts. And to be honest, that's not really the case. And I know that that might sound harsh, but I mean, pragmatically, if you go to someone's website and they have three blog posts, are you like, I don't know, you're going to say, oh, they're just starting out. Good for them. Or, um, you know, you're not going to be like, oh man, they, this person is a source of you know, abounding wisdom. And I say that as someone who has over 200 blog posts published on his site because I've been doing it since 2012 and I've been doing it at least once a week the last two years. So people, I guess, look at my site and they say, oh man, this guy has a lot of good stuff to say. You know, maybe not every blog post is gold, but he has so many out there that I can see that, you know, he has a voice and it's kind of more specific and he has his, his voice figured out. And so stuff like that, but obviously you don't just instantly start with 200 blog posts. You have to start somewhere. And fortunately for me, I was given ethanreno.com as a birthday present one year. I have this geeky web designer friend who <laughs> for my birthday gave me a website and I was like, that's super cool. And ironically, years later, it turned out to be one of the best gifts I've ever gotten because it, you know, I love it. I use it for everything. I get money from it. And it's like one of my careers. So, um, yeah, I, mine kind of came about in that weird way, but that's, that'd be my, my advice is start off with a free one. See how you feel three, six months from now, if you're still publishing regularly, if you do then bump up, but don't expect people to instantly follow you. Cause again, I've been doing this since 2012 meaning that the followers I've accumulated have come over the last, what, six years? Not to mention I had a little viral video, which kind of gave a little boost to my writing, too. And not everyone's fortunate enough to have that little boost, but I did, which kind of helped get me where I am now. But as far as what to write, I think that a big one, that that's a big one. I'll tell you a little story. Recently, I had a friend who messaged me on Facebook and this friend is going through a divorce, sadly, and he wanted to share his story. He said, "Can I've written up something. Can I send it to you? I want you to publish it on your website. And, you know, like rarely ever do I do that unless, yeah, I just rarely have people just send me things and I post them on my blog because I'm very picky about what I post. So I said, sure, I'll take a look at it, of course, send it over. And he sends it to me. And this is, again, while he's going through a divorce from his wife. And it was just so personal. And I, I messaged him back and I said, um, I don't think it's a good idea to post this for three reasons. Well, I, okay. There were three reasons I only told him two. One was because the writing was definitely not up to my standards, which I guess is more of a personal thing. It was not... Let's just say he wasn't an English major. And um, so that was one reason. But I told him, like, you have to remember, you are literally going through a terrible rending of your marriage right now. 
And to post something like this, your wife will read it, her friends will read it, your friends will read it, and it'll be instantly public and implicate everyone that you know, everyone that I know, and just kind of expose this very personal, very intense uh, episode of your life, the season that you're in. And you don't want that. And two, this seems more, the way it's written, it seems like it's more something that's for you to help you kind of process how things have come about, how things have happened. And it's very, um, like I said, very revealing. And it seems like it's much more of a journal than a blog post. And I think it's important to make a distinction between the two. And part of his reasoning, I think part of the reason he messaged me was because he said, like, I always, I know, I always notice that whenever you post something, it's very personal, it's very, you know, authentic and vulnerable and real, and you share about your own struggles and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, uh, like, I know exactly what he's saying, that it seems that way, because, you know, a lot of my blog posts are very personal and vulnerable and talk about my struggles with things. But the reality is, I rarely ever write about anything that a I'm currently going through. It's always like a hindsight reflection type thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I used to struggle with porn a lot. And so here were some thoughts on that. And B, they never implicate other people or if they do, I heavily change details. So no one will have any idea who I'm talking about. Now, obviously if you're writing about your divorce with your wife, everyone's going to instantly know who you're talking about and who you're writing about. So, so obviously I told him no, he understood. And so when it comes to you writing your own blog posts, how do you figure out what to write? Now I think that those are a couple rules of thumb is one. I got in trouble with this in the past, which is why I'm more careful about it. Now don't write anything that involves other people in a way that could be negative or could be harmful or detrimental in any way. For instance, I've written about um, girls I've dated on my blog posts, and whenever I do that, I change all the details. I change the year it happened, I change the city it happened in, I change uh, descriptions of them, everything about them, so that there's absolutely no correlation between the person I'm writing about and the real, the real girl, if that makes sense. I don't even make note that I've changed those details, because... Then people start to wonder, oh, who is he writing about someone in Colorado, actually? You know, um, so I just, I just change those details. And But anyway, um, and then, yeah, don't treat your blog like a journal. A blog is a place to share publicly. A journal is a place for you to share with the Lord. And um, they're not the same thing. Me writing vulnerably is, I, I hate to sound like a, like a D-bag, but me, the way that I write is something that's come from years and years of doing it like that. And, you know, having three degrees in English and having written three books and having written 200 plus blog posts. So it's, it's not that I just cavalierly put out whatever I want or go to a page and say, today I feel like this and this and this. It might seem like that maybe, but I guess it's more of a, uh, a nuanced skill. So I'd say, um, if you have things to share, share them. Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, but just be careful. Um, your blog for the internet to see is not, it's not a safe place for one. People can reply with terrible comments and they're rude and hateful and unforgiving. And it's the internet. And like my dad says on the internet, 
there's a lot of crap to throw and it's easy to throw it. And so people will not hesitate to leave a comment or send you a message. Um, so in the internet, it's not a safe place. A blog is not a safe place. Um, I've had to learn that. I've had to grow a thicker skin when it comes to the internet and people commenting on things. But yeah, share what you want to. Someone else messaged me recently asking how she can start a blog and monetize it. <laughs> and I said, as you know, as gently as I could, it was a long message and I, I was really nice to her. But I said, you know, it takes years to build up an audience to the point that you can make any kind of money from it. Um, years and years and years. And to be honest, you also have to pay for those domains that allow you to get ad revenue. So in other words, you have to be getting crazy traffic to um, make it worth it to pay for a domain so that you profit off of it more than like $3 a month. Um, and I'll be honest with you, even my site, you'll notice there's not a single advertisement on my site because for one, I pay for it. And because I pay for it, I can actually disable the ads because I'd rather have a beautiful looking site than have you know side ads and pop-ups and nasty looking stuff. But I do have pledges on my site, which by the way, you can always go over to my site and click the support Ethan tab and you can pledge like $1 a blog post or three, five, ten dollars $10 per blog post just to support another artist. And that's how I'd rather make my money by people who, you know, genuinely love my stuff and they're coming back week after week and, you know, they pledge like it's super small, a dollar a week, $4 a month. You've paid for a cup of coffee for me. Um, to write another blog post. So like, I'd rather have people support that way voluntarily rather than through ads and like annoying hover over stuff. And yeah, so I've paid personally to disable that on my site. So it's a beautiful looking site. It's sleek, it's clean, ad free. And then just have people support me from Patreon on the side, which I have a little ad for myself, but that's different. So to summarize, should you start a blog? Yes. Should you pay for it within the first six months? No. See if it's actually something you want to do, something you stick with. I heard a rule of thumb one time. Someone said, if you share something of yours with 10 close friends and they're all crazy about it, that's how you know it's a good idea um, or a good uh, concept or product or you know something like that. Whereas if they're all kind of like, eh, I don't know then why would you expect the rest of the internet to go crazy about it, you know? Um, I felt that way with a lot of my blogs. A lot of my posts I finished, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be crazy. And it gets like three views. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe the rest of the world isn't that stoked about it. And that could be discouraging. Or you could say, maybe next week I'll have a better idea. And to be completely honest, I can think of a number of posts that I've I've written I completely did not think that they would do well. It was kind of like, oh, I have a filler week. I'll put this up. Boom, 11,000 shares. And I'm like, what? I guess this is something that people have wanted to read about. Or another one is like, oh, this is probably too academic, but it's on my mind, so I'll write it. And then boom, like 2,000 shares. I'm like, what? So you never know. Um, but I mean, absolutely. If you want to create things and put things out there, go for it. Create a blog get a website. They're free. You can get tons of free ones, but you don't need to pay for it unless you're sure it's something you absolutely need. And then 
be patient. I think creating a free blog is a great way to develop your voice and to grow it. And maybe five years from now, you'll look back over your hundreds of blog posts and say, man, those initial ones were terrible, but they were, you know, that was me starting out. And I'm glad I started because now I'm here five years later. Or, um, you know, like I look back at my whole blog posts and I'm like, why did I think that these whole four paragraphs were necessary? Why did I, you know, why did I do this this way? Why? But they got me where I am. It's because I started. And I absolutely had no audience and no money and no, you know, real readership. But over time it came and my voice has grown and developed as years will only with practice and I'd also add only with reading a lot, a lot of different things. Read fiction, read nonfiction, read uh, this writer, read that writer, uh, read Christian writers, read non-Christian writers, read, um, just read, 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 read. Um, otherwise, you just kind of spin in your own head and don't really expand outside of that. You don't really get input. It's kind of like expecting to get stronger but you're only eating... Okay, never mind. That was a bad analogy. It's kind of like being really thirsty and only... Okay, this is a gross analogy. But it's kind of like being really thirsty and only drinking your own pee. You know, you're only like putting what's already inside of you back inside of you and expecting things to grow and be different and be pushed and stretched. So that's why you have to read. You have to put things from outside of yourself into yourself so that you get new ideas, new concepts, um, new things coming in all the time. And uh, and then just write, 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 write. And you'll have duds, and you'll have two really terrible posts and things no one wants to read, but um, hey, at least, you, at least you've started. And then lastly, don't treat it like a personal journal. Don't pour every single emotion of your heart onto the internet because I just don't think that's healthy. Um, anyways, I hope that these couple writing tips were helpful. Um, I'm also reading Stephen King's memoir, which is called On Writing. He's one of my favorite writers, and he's just kind of sharing about his methods for writing. So I might have more thoughts on this in the future. But um, anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed How to Make a Blog. Um, this has been episode 18 of Abscond with Ethan Renault. Um, you can reply to this with email. That's ethan at ethanrenault.com. Just go to my website and click Contact. And I'll send an email straight to that address. Also hit me up on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all just at Ethan Renault. Um, so check those out. Message me. Um, comment. Whatever. You know. Anyway. Uh, thanks to Mark Breda for producing this episode. As always. As he has done for the past 17 episodes plus this one. Yeah, that's all I have for you guys this week. I will talk to you soon. Stay tuned to Abscond with Ethan Renault.